welcome back to another episode of Post Fades and Cheese Steaks. We were MIA last week. Let's say it's just for, it was for Thanksgiving. We were all busy. Holiday uh, break. Not that you guys were going to listen to us anyways, unless you like to play us, you know, at the family dinner. We'd be honored. But um, So I hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, back to the grind until Christmas. I mean, Christmas and isn't Hanukkah coming up soon? I don't know how that works. but I mean, nowadays, like we're now in the month where there's a holiday every other day. Yeah, and then like, we go we, just we get... go January to like what eight, until April when there's a real holiday. I mean St. Patrick's Day, but like I like see, but that's the, the only reason St. Patrick's Day was created was to give everyone an excuse something to celebrate in between the the brutal months of January, February, March, and April. That's just Fair. the depression months. So they were like, they, oh, they what, really holiday are. <laughs> what holiday can we come up with that gives us an excuse to celebrate something? And then, <laughs> do you ever find it funny that's a drinking holiday? Makes sense, honestly. It's 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 disappointing, but we're about to be in 2023, which is I I don't even know when we finished 2021. I, I was gonna say I, I feel like this year, like like the first I feel like those like depressing months were very slow, but then like once we hit June, that shit fucking flew. Like I yeah. I'm not even I'm not I can't even listen to Christmas music right now because it's like too much. Like I'm not ready. <laughs> I need to slow down. A lot, yeah, a lot, a lot has happened. Things are moving quickly. How was your Thanksgiving? Did you do anything exciting? You ate some turkey. You fall asleep. Did you you nap after your turkey dinner? I I did not nap. I laid down. Okay. Took like a two hour break before I had some pumpkin pie. You know. Sounds like a nap. I will say I was like very upset. I don't know why. Whatever wine my mom bought was like it tasted fine, but it was not doing anything for me. Like I was like I would like a little buzz, like to just fall asleep you know whatever afterwards I so had, is like, this a had is this a glasses. case of six glasses okay All and right. i felt but... nothing i was like is oh. this alcohol free like what are we doing here like i drank half the fucking bottle are you so, sure you didn't take a nap it sounds like you may have fallen asleep and then woke up sober possible yeah well that's good to hear i mean yeah. You seem like a turkey nap kind of guy. When you, when you eat all the turkey and you fall not, asleep, not a big, I mean, not I a big napper. Me neither. I hate naps. I always naps wake are the up most groggy. overrated thing. Yeah, I always yeah. wake up really groggy. I don't know. I, I don't know about I you. I'm not nap, much. But... I'm not much of a morning person. So the way I look at naps is, why would I want to go through the wake up process more than once a day? It just it doesn't make sense to me. Fair, fair. But on Thanksgiving, I'm a big napper. On Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving, on on the other hand, though, I I had my turkey dinner at like one a.m., so there was no nap. It was just straight to bed. Ah, uh, yeah, damn. Did you yeah, FaceTime it or something? I did. Yeah, you know the family. Yeah, the, the things you do, the things you do to keep in with the family and friends and the football. There's this a lot I do. God bless. The triple F's. <laughs> but moving family on, family football it feels faith. like. Eight. <laughs> Or food. <laughs> it feels like ages ago that we actually had Thursday night Thanksgiving football. Like it's a very long week yeah. of football. Dude, those Thanksgiving the lines, week. the lines fucking came to play too. They almost beat they the did. Bulls. They've been they've they've came, yeah. I told you, remember when we did our preview, I said the Lions are gonna push for five hundred this year. And I mean maybe mm-hmm. not you know, record wise, maybe not, but like they're 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 playing everybody well. Like there's been like maybe a few handful of games that they got blown out, but they they Bills are one of the top teams, and they took care of business and almost beat them. So, uh, I mean, going off bold predictions, I'm just throwing this out there. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are one game back from the first place of their division, so that's, that's something. They that's something. Have, they have nobody at quarterback. They can't do anything if they made the playoffs. 
Did you see Sam Darnold cook it up? You must have still been in your Thanksgiving like under now. 200 yards. But did he get a win? He did. What did they even play? I don't even remember. See, this is the, you may have not gotten a buzz on Thanksgiving, but Sam Darnold got a win on this Sunday. It wasn't Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, they didn't play on Thanksgiving, though. It's still the same week, same thing. Uh, the Falcons? Is that how they played? No, they played the, um, what do you call them, the Broncos. Oh, that's not a win. <laughs> Last time I checked, it's still a W. <laughs> oh, that team is a god train wreck, man. Well, hey, let's not talk about the just depressing teams. Let's talk about our first, um, if I'm correct, our first double-digit win team of the year. That they are at at ten and one. The Philadelphia Eagles smacked the Green Bay Pack. You know, forty to thirty-three looks like a close score, and I'll give the Packers credit; they hunt in there. But like, the Eagles were in control the entire game. Like, I I never was sweating without doubt. Everyone's making out to Jordan Love. You know, oh, he looked so good. I was like, I mean, they they had to make the Eagles were playing back. Like they had to make those plays. So yeah, don't 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 confuse it. It wasn't that Aaron Rodgers was too injured to go back in the game. It was that there was no game to go back to. And before we get into before I get your your insight on this game and before we get into it, can I just say it seems like people are going out of their way to just shit on the Eagles or criticize the Eagles, Mm -hmm. like. it's everything like I I saw on um, the NFL uh, today or whatever they do on ESPN where they all, you know, get all excited and riled up and, you know, start hooting and hollering, play with the touchscreen and do some cool graphics and everything. It's like, it's like a 10 year old who learns how to do work art for the first time. But uh, listen, Jonathan Gannon, I don't know how he got interviews for head coaching position last year. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. I support what he's doing. I would not want him as my head coach either. The defense has made some questionable decisions. Uh-huh. But at the same time, they may have given up 33 points, but they still managed to score at 41 points. And don't break. So I don't uh, – yeah, I mean, I, I don't really get it. Like, yeah, you want to nitpick on something. This team has no flaws. If their defense doesn't show up, their offense will just outscore whoever they play. Yeah. The times when their defense does show up, you know, this team's unstoppable. So I, I don't understand all the criticism. There is that's no a, major hole on this team. No, that's the thing. That's like when you look at the season as a whole – when it came down to like needing points or needing a score, like they were able to do it. Um, the problem with the loss to Washington was that they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. Too many turnovers. I mean, AJ Brown had yeah. another really bad fumble. Um, he did. That was tough. Like he's got a, I mean, granted, like the one was blindsided. This one was like four guys ripping it out of him. But like you got to, you got to get down. Stop all that extra yardage, you know, but. Uh, I mean, at the same time, though, they still turned it on. Your franchise quarterback still came out and balled. A hundred and what was it? One hundred fifty-seven yards rushing mm-hmm. came up massive every play they needed him to. He went touchdown <laughs> for touchdown against Aaron Rodgers, who's everyone that doesn't know anything about football's goat. He went out there and balled continuously. He did it against the Colts the week before. I know the defense has has looked a little shaky here and there. But last week, it was the defense that kept him in that game and Jalen coming up clutch in the big moments. This team just continues to find different ways to win, and you've yet to see a major hole on their roster. Yeah, I mean, like in the in the long haul, yes, 33 points, 342 yards allowed. But that was over 24 minutes of time possession on the Packers offense. And the defense had three sacks, two picks, the Packers were one for, seven on, one for seven on third down. Like, that's a good performance in my book. I know the yards aren't great. Points aren't great, but they They won. had the big plays, though. Yeah. yeah, they had the big plays. They had some injuries. They still rolled. They look good. 
I, yeah. people are going out of their way now to find criticisms. They just look I'll at the schedule right and they're like, "Yeah, the Eagles played nobody." I was like, "You know, like this is the NFL. Like you need like every game can like any team can win on any given Sunday. Like that's been a time and time over again statement." And people are, you know, I mean, granted, like when when the Steelers were undefeated, we were talking shit on them too because they had an easy schedule. But the difference is the Steelers team never really looked great. Like the Eagles look really no. soft. Like they're built well, and they went pound for pound with the Packers who were desperate for a win and they, they took care of business. So I just, I mean, you look at the Cardinals, the Steelers. Yeah. Look at the Cardinals, Steelers, the two best teams at this point, the last two years, hmm. those teams had flaws. There was yeah. issues with that team that they had to work around. You can still not see a major, there's minor holes. Sure. Gannon has some questionable play calling and play design Absolutely. the run defense looked a little weak but i mean since they got sue and joseph they, i mean those two look great mm-hmm. like but there's no major holes there there really isn't they're so sound all around like you, you're just looking for things to nitpick and and anything that you nitpick on oh their defense can't stop them or they they can't stop the run or anything okay well what about the elite secondary put out there we have shut down corners on both sides of the field what about the fact that our offense can't be stopped yeah oh their offense you know stalled they they, they struggle with this they struggle with that it's it, they just equal themselves out i mean mm-hmm. in a game where your defense gave up 33 points to the packers your offense put up 41 in a game where your defense only gave up or when your offense only scored 17 points to the Colts, your defense only gave up, what, 13? Like, they're just, they're making it work. I, I You know, you're not going to be kicking on both cylinders every single game, but they're winning games every single time. You've yet to see a big hole in this roster. It's it's amazing. I, I don't get it. One hole, though. That freaking returner for the Packers. I don't even know, the nickel or nickels or whatever the hell the guy's name was. I think he went for a 40-yard average on every single kick return. Yeah, I don't know why. Or Outrageous. Something. It's, it's like it's not even just one area. It's not even just Covey at this point. The whole mm-hmm. special team sucks. Jake Elliott is about the only good player we have on special teams. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, who actually returns the ball on kickoffs anymore? This guy was taking know. it from nine yards deep and bringing it out fifty yards. It was out of out of control. Yeah. Also, like that was that was some prime time kicking by Jake Elliott. That that was probably the most important field goal he's kicked all year. Besides well, I mean, the one to win point. the Cardinals, but. I know, but I mean, but I'm saying like that was like what fifty some yarder, and we need like we needed the no. the extra cushion there. But again, this team doesn't have any major holes. There's literally no holes, major holes on this roster. Everyone has their issues, but I, even this oh who they played, I, I haven't heard anyone pick up their draw when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings yet. The draw has still hit the floor after they beat the Bills. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, does anyone forget that we waxed them in mm-hmm. like week three? Mm-hmm. Like every, you know what? Because people don't want to believe that the Eagles are good, like because they, you know, snuck into the playoffs last year, like seven nine or whatever we were, or seven eight and ten. I don't know what the fucking schedule was, but I, I just, I just <laughs> think people are going out of their way to hate on this team, oh, and they're they trying to, yeah. they're trying to find little holes and making them a lot bigger than there. There is no major holes in this team. No. Um. But yeah. I'm definitely that hurts. Hurts look great. I mean, hundred. 157 yards yeah. on the ground, 9.2 average. Like that's fucking nuts. That off that offensive line was bullying. That's what I'm. Mean, I've been saying this like all year. Like like Jalen doesn't even have to throw the ball. We could just run it the entire game. Like Miles Miles Sanders is fifth in rushing yards right now in the whole league. Like wild. Like yeah, 900. He's got. He's yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a 1K. I mean, barren injuries. We should have a thousand yard receiver and a thousand yard rusher this year. When was the last time we had that? 
Mm. Sean and maybe Shady. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's good. That's a good trivia question right there. Yeah. I mean, it all comes down to like they're just excellent on the offside. Don't even get into how amazing Jalen Hurts has been. That offensive line is just bullying people every oh, single yeah. game. That like it doesn't matter what you want to do. They're so dominant that they can do whatever the hell they want. They can run the cornerback. They could run the running back. They can pass the ball. They can do it literally whatever they want because mm-hmm. they're blowing people off the defensive line, and it's beautiful. But they're still riding the still riding the Cowboys, even though they're the ones that are. You know, yeah, even though we. Yeah, even though we already waxed them, that game wasn't even close. This is the thing; everyone's losing their minds over. Oh, the Vikings beat the Bills. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, the Cowboys beat the Giants. Blah, blah, blah. Like we destroyed them. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Like if it was a close game, I'd maybe hear your argument that they might be good, but we killed them both, and it wasn't close. No. No. So. Just wild. I, I I can't understand. It, it, I'm at the point now, like I, I have ignored it for most of the season. Now I'm at the point like this, all this hate and all this like ridicule over the Eagles and who they play and the, you know, this and that. I'm like, it's just getting old. Like this team is so good. You're yeah, just, you, you're just a hater. They're, they're, they're playing well. They rebounded from a loss, got, got the ship right. And now they're two straight wins again. First team to double digit wins leading their division, leading the NFC. Just got to lock up uh, home field, and we're we're good. We're Gucci. I mean, what? They're probably like two more games away from locking up home field. <laughs> no, because Dallas is right behind them still. Um, I guess they do have two games against Dallas. So, or no, one. I'm sorry, they got two games against Giants. Uh, let's see. Um, so, I mean, we're up two on Dallas, but we're only up one on Minnesota. Um, we're up t- three on San Fran. It's really only winning the division, and then as long as we have a better record than the Vikings. It's better or the same record as the Vikings because we beat them head to head. So we should get the nod. The only thing I, the other thing I don't understand is why they're ridiculing and hating on this team so much when the NFC is so weak, the next best team is a team. The Eagles shit on. Then you have the Niners who I think are legit. Then you have the Cowboys who I, I like, I'm leaning towards more of like being overranked <laughs> than I am underranked. The Giants are a fraud. I don't care what you tell me. That team is not good. They are I'm, a fraud. Well, I'm I'm looking at the NFC right now, and it's kind of a joke because it's the NFC is literally the NFC East. Like yeah. <laughs> Eagles are ten and one. Dallas is eight and three. The Giants are seven and four, and Washington is seven and five. Minnesota is nine and two. Nobody uh, nobody in their division has a winning record. Tampa five and six. The rest of the division's trash. San Fran is seven and four. Seattle is six and five. The, the Cardinals are garbage. The Rams are a disaster. The NFC East yeah, is literally like, running the NFC. Like, who would have thought? The NFC, the NFC is so weak that we are talking about a Geno Smith-led Seahawks and a Daniel Jones-led Giants <laughs> as legit, like, contenders. I mean, and that's, it, why, that's why I look at all that, like, all the hate on the Eagles as, like, just funny at this point. Because, like, who have you seen how the league is developing this year? Like, there are no clear good teams. Every no. team needs to win a game. Like easy schedule, I think, easy schedule that. Like there's there's no good teams. I mean, it's hard for me to say I'm scared of the Cowboys and the Vikings after we've destroyed them both. I am nervous about the Niners because I think their defense is incredible, and I, I really agree. think Cavs are the only team that, that scares me. Well, the Tom Brady Buccaneers will also scare me if Tom Brady gets in the playoffs, which he will. That that will always scare you. It, I don't care how many divorces I, he's had. I, I had don't a, care what record they are. Then I have a too much whiz where I said the. Brady, if he goes into the playoffs with a uh, you know negative win loss record, he'll still end up at the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, 
uh, he, I mean, you can't count him out. I would love no, to never. not see him in the playoffs. He can just turn it all on whatever and be like a demon. I was just say, yeah. like, yeah. he's just been there so many times that he's probably snoozing through all the games. He's like, mm-hmm. he probably just doesn't care because he's like, oh, the, the division is horrific. I can get into the playoffs at, you know, eight and, you know, eight and nine or whatever it is. Oh, I'll just, you see me, I'll see you in two months. I can just cruise through this, get to eight and nine and get to the playoffs and then we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah, it's this season. Honestly, for where it started, like it's it's mind blowing how how it's kind of developed. Where, well, I mean, you you had all these like big name teams. Like the Packers are a joke. The Rams are just horrific. They are the worst Super Bowl hangover I've seen since I've been alive. The like even like the Cardinals have disappointed. You know these big teams. The Buccaneers to a point they look like they're going to make the playoffs, but the Buccaneers have disappointed. Like there's really nothing to glimmer hope on, you know, your, your best seasons are coming from Kirk cousins, two backups, and then Jalen hurts, who looks like an MVP contender. And yet everyone shits in the Eagles. Technically, if the Falcons and the Seahawks and Washington or the giants just start losing games and Detroit keeps winning, Detroit could still make the playoffs. They're four and seven. Hey, seven. Carolina could too. Green Bay, Arizona, Carolina, the Saints. Yeah. The Bears are the worst team in the NFC, which they're bad, but like I wouldn't have guessed that they would have been the absolute worst team. The Texans, yes, one nine and one. I would have guessed that. But Denver at the bottom, Pittsburgh at the bottom, Cleveland at the bottom, the Raiders are four and seven. The Jags are four and seven. The AFC is wild. Yeah, the AFC is very weird. Chargers aren't even in the playoffs right now. Yeah, the AFC is completely different. That is a weird, weird conference. You have two juggernauts. But then, I mean, you could I, every other week it changes. <laughs> the Titans good, are that weird team that is like just sometimes they they win games and sometimes they just lose games in a questionable fashion. Ravens are always a coin flip. I feel like I was just said the Ravens. You just the, the description you have the Titans is the same thing that applies to the yeah. Ravens. Bengals are seven and four now. They're they're right there with everybody. So they turned their season around after a slow start. Hey, we'll see. The AFC and the NFC are completely different. That's all I know. And the yeah. Eagles are by far the best team in the NFC. And, and, no. That being said, let's quick, quickly run through uh, the week's action from the games on Thanksgiving and as well as uh, Sunday. So we had Thanksgiving games was, uh, like we said, Bills beat the Lions 28-25 in a really good game. Uh, then the Cowboys beat the Giants 28-20 in a game that I thought the Giants might win because they played well in the first half, but then the Cowboys kind of ran away with it. Giants got a garbage-time touchdown. And then it ended with the Vikings struggling to beat the offenseless Patriots <laughs> 33-26. It's amazing that the Patriots are even winning games because their offense is like top-tier, one of the worst offenses I've ever seen. Yeah, their, their offense looks like a defense coordinator is calling their plays every single week. That's almost like what it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're they are a very weird team. Like I can't decide if they're actually yeah. good or bad. Like I, I, they, I mean their defense we're, is, we're, is good, I think. <laughs> well, I but, but we're like eleven weeks in and I couldn't tell you what the what the Patriots are. I they're just they're a mystery in themselves. Yeah. Um anyways, on Sunday we had uh Dolphins took care of business thirty to fifteen over the Texans. They're they're looking pretty good. Um that looks like a good hire for them. Bengals. And Titans were in a really close game. 2016 Bengals got the dub. Uh, like you mentioned, the Panthers beat the Broncos, who are I don't even like I, I don't I've never seen someone who I thought was 
a great quarterback just be a shell of himself this quickly. Like Russ has gone from Pro Bowl MVP caliber quarterback to like a joke. It's and I don't I don't think it's just on like coaching either. I think Russ is just yeah, this it's year a weird he's combination for whatever reason. He, I mean, Hackett looks like he has no idea what he's doing. He's going to get fired. Russ 100%. looks horrendous. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, people say, oh, the NFL, the quarterback is the most important position. You see Matthew Stafford go to a new team, win a Super Bowl. You see Tom Brady go to a new team, win a Super Bowl. It reminds you of like NBA superstars. When they change teams, automatically they're championship contenders. And then you see Russell Wilson go to a new team and just completely collapse. They're worse with him than they were without him. It's just, it is horrific. Think. The Seahawks, who went into full rebuild with Geno Smith, are going to end up with a better record, maybe even go to the playoffs, and get a first-round pick that's probably going to be a top-10 pick from Denver for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Outrageous. Well, is what it is. The Jets benched uh, – damn, what the fuck's his name? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Uh, and they went on and smacked the Bears 31-10 to behind Mike White. Um, so that's an that, interesting that's a weird, development. Weird team. I don't, their defense is legit. Solid oh, their defense is, actually, is legit. Solid yeah, is, for sure. Salah is a very good coach. That offense, I just don't understand. I, yeah, I, I don't and, get it. And I, it's so funny to me that um, Zach Wilson was interviewed last week, and he they said, or, "Do you think you let the defense down by only completing nine passes?" And he was like, "No." I was like, "Are, are you sure?" <laughs> That's that's pretty do bad. Want to, do, do, do you want to change your mind? Like and it's then he just got such a weird team. <laughs> yeah. Like this this team. I mean, Elijah Moore showed a little bit this year, but he like he was demanding a trade. Even though he the Jets bitches had the every game that in, he like, doesn't get the ball. I don't. <laughs> I mean, really, he really doesn't. You know, no. what's his face? Brees Hall got hurt. Michael Carter really doesn't touch the ball after a great rookie yeah. season. I don't even Z Knight, Zach Knight. I guess I, I couldn't even tell you what his actual name. He led the team uh-huh. in rushing. Zon Zonovan. That's that's a that's one. That's one. Looking at the picture of him, he kind of reminds me of LeBron. He's kind of kind of got a LeBron look to him. Hmm. But like this team makes no sense to me. They bench their starting quarterback for Mike White and explode. They replace their top wide receiver and running back with high drafted rookies after one year on both of them. And now they got Zonovan Knight leading the charge. It, it just—it's it, out outrageous. I don't—I don't understand the Jets offensively. They don't make any sense at all. No, no, they—they—they—they're uh, they, like the Patriots, where really good defense, questionable offense, but winning games. Did you see that thing where the guy is like—he did a bunch of coin flips to predict the Jets win loss, and like he's like ten for ten so far or something. Really outrageous. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, listen, everyone's got a story. I guess so. Um. Commanders beat the Falcons 19 to 13. Like like we said, hey, the NFC NFC East and the AFC East are literally the running the entire NFL. And it blows my mind because neither of those divisions you would have thought that going forward. So wild year. Yeah. Rounds beat the uh Buccaneers 23 to 17 in OT. And that was with Jacoby Brissett. So I think Deshaun's what he's coming back uh is it this week? Deshaun Watson plays? He is. He is. He's activated on the roster. Can I say something though? You no. know things are odd. I listen, I okay. This is one of those rare things I've never seen. I've never seen a meteor shower in person. I've never okay. seen a cow jump over the moon. I've never seen a pig fly. I don't remember ever seeing Tom Brady having the ball 
in a game-winning situation in fourth quarter and overtime and then lose. Hmm. And you know what? Listen, Tom Brady had that ball in overtime. Before Jacoby Brissett got it, he, Tom Brady had his chance. He had that game in overtime. And all I know is Jacoby Brissett ended up winning that game. Very, very odd situation. It's a good point. Yeah, he, he looked a little frazzle-dazzled, if you will. Browns were getting after it. Miles Garrett was was oh he was trying beast. to take his lunch he was money, eating. you know, like well Tristan Wirfs got hurt and then things all kind of fell apart. Yeah. But hey, Browns uh Browns are a weird team too. Like they had so much talent going into the year. Um I really thought they were gonna compete. Um, but then they had the whole oh, quarterback I mean, situation. So uh, well, hold on. All right, let me let me ask you before we get into Wiz and not Wiz, can I throw one at you right now? Let me so what are the Browns right now? What's their record? They are four, I think. Four and seven. Okay. Four and seven right now. It's pretty, pretty tough. They're yeah. right near the bottom. Yeah. But there's still time. The Browns are about to activate Deshaun Watson. Do the Browns go on a on a run now that Deshaun Watson is their quarterback? And do they sneak into the playoffs? Um, no, that's that's too much whiz. Because... Currently, currently they're three games behind the last playoff spot. Yeah, but I'm looking at their schedule. I mean, Texans, that should be a win. Bengals, they're gonna that's a loss. Ravens, um they play mm-hmm. them yet. They probably played them yet already. Uh they lost close game. I think the Ravens need that win in the end of December. Saints, I'll give them the win there. Commanders. Commanders. Commanders win. playing well. Eh. Oh, the defense is not bad. Steelers win. You got three easy games to end the season. I would say Deshaun they go, Watson comes in. I would say they go three and three. I'll say three and three. So what does that put them at? Seven to nine? Seven ten? Yeah, right now. Yeah. They could still seven make playoffs. Ten. Seven to ten. Not at seven to ten, no. I I I would definitely lean towards more like four and two. That still only puts them at, at eight, least eight and nine. True. Yeah, that's probably a stretch then. You don't think they catch a little mojo? You know, no. Deshaun Watson comes back. Well, I think I think team. it's either gonna be a disaster or he's gonna show out. I think he's gonna be really rusty and he's gonna struggle. And he's going to struggle the rest Probably. of these six games. But I mean, if we saw with Russell Wilson coming into a new system. I mean, to be fair, he's never played in the system before. It is probably going to take some time. You know what would be the most Browns thing ever? If he comes in and in the first quarter he gets hurt and he's out for the rest of the season. Knock <laughs> like, on wood. I don't want that to happen to him, but I'm just saying that would be very on, on point for the Browns. That's karma. I mean, a very questionable decision. Hey, giving if, up if everything it, they did. If it happens, um, Deshaun Watson, please don't sue me. I'm poor. <laughs> don't um, worry. I don't think he's got the legal. I'll fees give you a massage in, in his bank. Yeah, I don't think he's got any <laughs> legal fees left in the bank to fight you in court. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. All right, so go ahead, sue me. Anyways, yeah. who else played? We had the uh, Raiders. We had... wait. Was that the right game? Yeah. Raiders won uh forty to thirty four in OT over Seattle with Josh Jacobs going ape shit. Went wild. Mm. Like what, three hundred total yards or something crazy? Close to that. The Raiders are another team. I don't I don't know who they are. They're like I think they're a little worse than the Patriots, but I honestly don't know what team that well, I, I lean towards they're terrible, but then they have these moments. They are they are quite honestly the exact opposite teams where Raiders have uh um, a good offense that struggles sometimes, bad defense. Patriots have a really good defense that struggles sometimes and a terrible offense. So, like, they're like opposites. Um, but, yeah, I think – let me double-check my my fantasy matchup against you. I believe 
I have Josh Jacobs, and he uh, did did quite well for me. Let's see. I I don't understand why you have to check on this. We are well aware that he had a great game. I don't I don't, I, I don't I know why wanna, we have to I just want to make check. sure. Oh yeah, I, I won one hundred forty seven point nine to one hundred forty six point eight. Yeah, it was a good game. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm glad this is can be your highlight of the month. <laughs> Josh Jacobs had. Well, I mean, your team did well, but Josh Jacobs had 48.3 fantasy points. Currently the second-ranked fantasy running back. Thank you, A.J. Brown, for that touchdown catch. That was uh, that's all I needed to get. Okay, the top move of on. Timothy. Move on. Okay, are we done? Move <laughs> on. Um, let's see what else happened. Jags beat the Ravens. I called that. You saw that on the uh, on the schedule when we picked our games, 28 to 27. It was a good game. They played well. That was well. a fun game. That was a fun yeah, game. It was fun. Um, Chargers beat the Cardinals barely, 25 to 24. Um, 49ers beat the Saints in a hideous game, 13 to nothing. Did you see the stat that uh, San Fran's defense hasn't given up a second half point in like four straight games or something like that? Yeah, I mean, listen, the Niners defense is legit. You know who needs some like head coaching buzz? D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan. He is. Yeah, I'm happy to see him is... doing well. That I love I loved watching him when he was with the Texans. And then I was ecstatic when he came over to Philly. But so, even like he, I feel like well. that Niners team is just consider they've been decimated by injuries, and they've the not Chargers, missed a beat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but defensively they've been decimated by injuries. I feel like as a team, them and the Chargers are up there. But if you look at one side of the ball, their defense is just constantly dropping like flies. Forty, and yeah, they just the, keep grinding. 49ers defense kind of reminds me of. I mean, not we weren't as good. But um, the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017, when like the, the second half of the year, I just remember the defense kept losing. Like cor- we went through like, you know, cornerbacks off the grocery store. Like it was bad. Um, but yeah, they're they're hey, they're finding ways to win, and Jimmy G's doing enough. Um, I'm really curious to see what would have happened if Trey Lance was uh, the quarterback. But I guess we'll never know until next year. Um, let's see what else we got here. The Chiefs beat the Rams 26 to 10. Like we said, Rams are a disaster. Eagles beat the Packers 40 to 33. And the Colts lost to the Steelers on Monday night 24 to 17. All right. Moving on. Let's hear the uh studs and duds for the week. Let's let's start with the duds. Mix it up. Duds. Oh, you're in a you're in a dead mood. It's the holiday I'm always, season. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird holiday season. I'm in a duddy mood. Okay, all right. Been a weird oh, week. All right, Mr. Negative. Okay, <laughs> all right. Moopy and moody. Okay, all right. Is it that, is it, you know, someone's having a down moment here, I see. It happens to the best of us, you know. All right, fair enough. Well, hey, fine. To satisfy the grunch that is you. The grunch? The Grinch? No, no, the grunch. It's a grumpy Grinch. You're oh. not just the Grinch. The, the Grinch is grumpy. grumpy. <laughs> the grunch. <laughs> Go yeah, on. See, you're just an... Emphasis on the grumpy, but go on on. Um, so you know what? This one's going to surprise you. I know it is, but I'm like a uh, nothing you say surprises me. Fair enough. I'm like a uh, a horror novelist. I set myself up for the big excitement later on. Oh, this is so this is this obviously is a big word for you, so you might not understand. But this is uh, foreshadowing to something else that might be coming later. <laughs> foreshadowing is a big word. <laughs> but this one is actually a first. This is a dud who didn't actually even play, but still managed to make the dud list. Mm-hmm. So my dud is a guy who saw no issue with his performance last week, where his oh. <laughs> inept ability to throw the ball caused his team a loss. His defense balled out. He managed to put up three points. 
in a game where his defense only gave up 10 and they still ended up losing. And he had no issue with completely deflecting blame and not taking any blame for it. And you know what? That's all fine and well, you know, ignore blame and everything. But then when your team comes out the next week with someone else and puts up 31 points and makes you look like an idiot, eh, it doesn't look too good. So my first dud, we're going with Zach Wilson. Very fitting. We did talk talk about him briefly. So he uh, he's a strange – he likes MILFs, and he uh, doesn't like to take the blame for anything apparently. So, Can I ask you this? What is more disappointing or more disgusting of a performance? Going for 9 for 22, 77 passing yards, and zero touchdowns, and scoring three points? Or throwing hissy fit, getting benched for your backup, and that backup going on to score 31 points. Which which is worse, the, the performance last week or the shenanigans this week? The hissy fit, because if I am a, a teammate on the Jets and I see that C on Zach Wilson's fucking jersey and he's going to not you know acknowledge his struggles, not try to come up with solutions and stuff like that, nah, that's a that's a really bad look. I mean, you know, it's bad when like usually like high draft picks, like they get benched or they get released or traded or they're given up on when there's a new coaching staff, new regime. But like Joe Douglas and Sala like drafted this guy and they had to put him down. It's like, we're so tired of your shenanigans. We're going to bench you. And then your backup came up in 31 points. So sit the fuck down. I mean, do you remember when the the draft was happening? We were all praying that the Eagles didn't try and take Zach Wilson. Thank God. Yeah. Moving on. Move on. We're going to go to, so I already mentioned a defense coordinator um, in the NFC West, D'Amico Ryans, who I think should definitely get a head coaching opportunity next year. Absolutely. Let's go to another defense coordinator in the NFC West that has gotten a lot of buzz about a head coaching opportunity, who has been nothing but a disaster this season. He, the last three weeks, has lost the last three weeks while his defense has let up a minimum of 26 points every single game. A defense that features at least three Hall of Famers on it. I know the offense is missing Stafford and they're missing Cobb and Andrew Whitworth retired and there's a lot of other injuries. But you would hope that this defense with all the playmakers and everything would step up and they haven't. This whole team is a disaster. But Raheem Morris needs to get this shit together because they are <laughs> they are embarrassing themselves on a weekly basis. We know the offense is beaten up and bruised yeah. and, and injured. But you, I haven't seen Bobby Wagner miss any games. Aaron Donald hasn't missed any games. Jalen Ramsey's out there, and they're getting cooked. They have all the talent in the world, and they are not doing it. They gave up 27 to the Cardinals, 27 to the Saints, and this week now 26 to the Chiefs, and they lost every single one of those games. Very disappointing. You have a team that – you have a defense that has more than enough talent to carry a beaten and battered offense, and they're not doing it. So Raheem Morris is my second dud. Well, I think – I think – um... I think your point is definitely an emphasis on the whole like <clears throat> defense wins championships, but offense wins like regular season games and they can't even get to the championship if they can't win fucking games. So oh, yeah, they're, they're oh, going to be sitting at home this January. And I mean, Stafford might be retiring at this point. I don't even, I don't they're know how bad it is. Fuck. Donald, Aaron, yeah. Donald, Donald might, might be like, I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> like. Sean McVay retire. He's like, yo, I get 30 million a year. He did. I remember he games. did mention that last was it last year or the year before that he was like already considering retirement. I was like, okay. It's kind of wild, but now we're in the age of well, well Stafford has been in the league for a while. He's got his Stafford ring. Could call Aaron, yeah, he could call it. Aaron Donald is so dominant. Like there's literally nothing else he has to do. Like he's, he's been, easily he's one been, of the greatest defense players ever. He's been so good for so long that you don't realize 
like how long he's been in the league. Like he's been in the league as long as Fletch. And yeah. Fletch we've seen like deteriorate a little bit here. Um so And honestly, McVeigh is a guy that's like you know that every network would outbid each other to try oh, yeah. to get him calling games. Like he's got the personality, he's young, he's smart. Like anyone, they would be giving him, I mean, shit, Tony Romo got what, like 25 mil a year? Wait until Sean McVay becomes available. It is going to be out of control. Yeah. Moving on though, there's a couple players in this league that are so dominant that they should be able to carry a team or carry themselves at least. They should be able to dominate or perform in every single game they're a part of. That when their team struggles, they should still be able to succeed. Now, for this guy, superstar, definitely considering that superstar category, he did absolutely nothing. He hurt his team more than he helped, and that is saying a lot because his team couldn't even score one damn point. So after his team got shut out, and he not had one but two fumbles. Mm. One, I mean, both of them were backbreaking, but one was on the opening drive of the game to set the tone, and then another was in the red zone right on the goal line that just killed all momentum again. His stats were pathetic. He did not step up in at all to help his team when they absolutely needed it and got completely embarrassed. We're going to go with number one dud, Alvin Kamara. I can see it. I mean, I, see it. I mean, the Saints. He did terrible for me in fantasy and I lost. So, yeah, put him on the list. Seven, seven carries for 13 yards. He had six receptions for 37, no touchdowns, two fumbles. They got shut out. I mean, looked great for the Eagles draft pick, but Alvin Kamara, man, you need to step up. You need to do better than that. You can't be the reason your team falters and falls on your face. You need to be the reason that they score some points. Yeah. But, yeah, there you go. Another Pro Bowl player, all pro player, making it on the dud list. I keep them all guessing. That's what I do. All right, Mr. Grunch, can we go back to happy times or you still <sighs> miserable and sad? Yeah, what's, what's Santa bringing for early Christmas presents or Hanukkah presents? For you. For you. Do they have, do they have a mascot for Hanukkah? That sounds really dumb of me to say, but. Uh, you're asking the wrong person. The cradle. <laughs> yeah. Where's Where's the Goldberg I mean, when we need them? Yeah, yeah. All right. Before you get yourself in some uh, political controversy here, let me cut you off. Um, but let's move on to, like I said, uh, what was the big word of today, Dakota? Foreshadowing. There we go. Yeah, so as I was foreshadowing too, <laughs> our third stud this week is going to be a guy that we leaned into already. We're going to go with the guy who went and look, made Zach Wilson look more of an idiot than he already was, who went up 22 of 28, 315 yards and three tutties in backup relief after his team just sat their second overall pick and went up and put up 31 points. So big Mike White, we're going to go with the third stud of the week. Yeah, he deserved it. Played well. 300-something yards, right? He did. Moving on, we talked about that. I think it was what the twenty twenty one draft that Zach Wilson was the uh, number two overall pick in. Yes. Let's move on to the guy who was also in that twenty twenty one draft. Another quarterback who this time mm. was the first overall pick. The guy that was drafted right before Zach Wilson. We're going to go with the most hyped up quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck when he came out, and a guy who we've been waiting so long for have his moment. And I think he finally had it. So after going 29 to 37, 321 yards and three touchdowns, plus a beautiful, beautiful and final drive of that game to go ahead and score and beat a good Baltimore Ravens team. We're going to go with Trevor Lawrence after his best moment of his entire career, honestly. Doug Peterson has been a godsend for that man. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so we're, we're going we're going with Trevor. I mean, we've been waiting and we've been waiting. And I've always believed in Trevor Lawrence. I never thought he was as bad as we've seen. Urban Meyer is really a terrible coach. Well, yeah. But uh, I didn't want to give up. I didn't think Trevor Lawrence was as bad as we saw. Still in, he made some... still in my thunder. I had uh, I had him mentioned coming up, but go go on. Okay, fair enough. Well, all right. So we're going to go into this next one. You already ranted and raved about how well he did in your fantasy team, which no one cares about. But let's talk about a guy. Can I take you a moment? Can I take a moment and paint you a picture? So make or Mike Picasso. Mayock. Mike Mayock, who outrageously used to be an NFL draft expert, which is just insane now that you think about it. I actually loved listening. No, I, I've heard. Hold on. Let's stop you there. I've heard that Gruden was actually in charge of like the first few rounds of the draft and then Mayock could take the later half of the picks. That's the report that was out there. That sounds like Mike Mayock is hitting up his his boys and his old friends at NFL Network saying, don't make me look like a complete jackass. Can you just go Barry Gruden a little bit <laughs> maybe, more while maybe, everyone hates him? Maybe. Yeah. So let's go back to Mike Mayock's horrific draft history where he had five first-round picks in two years. He went ahead and drafted some questionable character guys, mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett, who are no longer with the teams. Mm-hmm. Some questionable production guys, Cleveland Farrell and Jonathan Abram, who neither, I believe, are still with the team. Fair. And then let's go back to the fifth guy, who they declined his fifth-year option. He's actually still on the team, but they declined his fifth-year option. And now who he's bawling out of his mind in his contract year and just making the Raiders look more like idiots for not – bringing up his fifth year option so after he went for 33 carries 229 yards on the ground two touchdowns and then hold on i know you're waiting for it six receptions for 74 yards to cut i know your your math isn't very good but that's okay that's what i'm here for so it's a lot of numbers th- 303 total yards with two tutties Mr. Josh Jacobs went in a game that went in overtime, a yep. game that was 40 to 34 shootout. Mr. Josh Jacobs went and balled out of his skull and made it on the number one stud uh, position this week. I swear for whatever reason, though, the Seahawks are always like the one of the highest scoring teams every week with that offense and Geno Smith. It makes no sense to me. But the, yeah. Seahawks, the Seahawks are giving me Minnesota Vikings uh, vibes where you need to turn the TV on if they're playing. <laughs> they, they've been they've been interesting. I saw they're running back their um, their retro colors next year for a couple of games, and that's pretty cool. I like their their retro stuff's nice, but yeah, nice. All right, move on to our uh, too much whiz. You, I, I let you have the the one early one, so we'll only be doing two now. But uh, oh, okay, roll right into it. I wanted to uh, really bounce off your Trevor Lawrence thing. So my question to you: Too much whiz. Now that we've seen, like you said. An improvement in in Trevor Lawrence's play, an improvement in the team, thanks to Doug Peterson and some pieces and players they've brought in. Do you think, well, I guess I should rephrase this, too much whiz. Trevor Lawrence will see a Josh Allen, let's say Jalen Hurts type step in his third year next year. Mm. Or is it too soon? I'm going to say it's too much whiz. I am going to say it's too soon. I, I. Here's the thing. I don't know. I feel like he might light the world on fire next year if they get a couple more pieces for him. Their offense is already. Oh, listen, listen. Don't get me wrong. I, I've I've never once wavered on the fact that Trevor Lawrence is a good player, and I think Dougie P is a great coach for him. 
You're talking about Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen who made MVP type jumps. Like Trevor Lawrence could make a massive jump I mean, look and at still Tua. not be on the Jalen Hurts and Jalen. Two enough, enough weapons and he starts playing really well too. Well, here now let's go back to that. That's this is the point that makes me hesitate. Look at the difference. Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Their teams went and got players. Christian they Kirk? went and built that offense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they went and built that offense. I need to see the Jaguars make some moves oh, in offseason before I buy into a good that. Pick. I can see them taking a receiver. Teams are taking receivers whether they need one or not in the top 15 like every year. No, 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 no. This is, this is not go get a, a first-round pick wide receiver. This is go get a oh, okay. bona fide superstar. Yeah, I don't know. I mean – Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, Tyreek Hill are all superstar wide receivers. Mm -hmm. That's what the Jaguars need to do. Christian Kirk is a good player. I think, I mean, he took a lot of heat. I was one of those that, on his contract, but he's played well. They need more talent. I think Travis Etienne is a baller. They need more oh, line yeah. help. They need more talent for him to really make the jump. When I see that, then I'll buy into it. I've never doubted Trevor Lawrence's talent. I doubted Urban Meyer as a coach and as a, you know, living, breathing homo sapien. But the the team his talent I never doubted the team I need to see increase their talent a little bit. All right, fair, fair. All right, and then my final too much whiz. This is something we've kind of talked about here and there throughout the year, but too much whiz. When the season ends, we will have. Make sure my math's right. At least three NFC East and three AFC East teams in the playoffs. I'm going to say not too much whiz. I mean, I, I, I won't get into the NFC too much because we already talked about that, how much of their train wreck. So it doesn't surprise me at all that three teams would make it there. The AFC wise, I, the Bills Bills are juggernaut, obviously. The Dolphins I really like. I think they're a strong team and a real contender. Yeah. The Patriots are the ones you don't know, but they they could turn it on. They could turn it off, but they have the makings of a seventh playoff team kind of, kind of run in them. I think that the... You know, the, the Ravens are inconsistent enough. They could drop a couple games. The Chargers, you never know. I mean, you're looking at the Chargers, Ravens, these type of teams that you have honestly no idea what the I, they're going to do week to week. I would not be shocked if the Chargers missed the playoffs again. I would shock not be me shocked. No. Not even a little bit. The Ravens, even in the same boat. They're just, you don't know what you're getting week to week with those two teams. The that Patriots would be, are in that boat too. So That would be very fitting if both of our Super Bowl picks, well, Super Bowl game pick, like who was going to be in it, both ended up not making the playoffs. That would make us look really good. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. Do not group me in this. Me, the Chargers not making the playoffs is completely different than the Broncos looking out like a laughing stock. Who would have thought that? I, me. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Let's get into our. I already forgot what it's called. Power rankings. So not too much movement. Um, Eagles remain at number one as they should. As as I've seen a couple. I think NFL.com, I think theirs has the Eagles back at number one. So it's good to see. There's no reason not to. People that take them out are haters. The only other team I've, they, I've seen them, and then our number two is the Chiefs. I've just seen the Eagles and Chiefs mostly at one and two, like interchangeable. But um, number three, we still have the Bills. I think I think we're a little higher than other people are. But, like, I know they've lost a couple of games. They've looked a little rough here and there. Josh Allen is throwing some questionable red zone <laughs> turnovers <laughs> again. But um, they still have the the defense to back it up. They still have the coaching to get it right, you would hope, this time around. Um, and then they have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. So. It helps. Number four, unfortunately, we have the Cowboys. They continue to play a lot better. They play a lot better than I had thought. 
I think their offensive line especially is played much better. I thought they were going to struggle. Um, Zeke and Pollard, I mean, you could fuck, you could run those two all day. Like, it's kind of unfair. You could literally just run them. And then you have Dak, and yeah. Dak's a good quarterback. So, um, five, we have the Dolphins. So again, Tua's looking good. Dolphins looking good. They're they're pretty loaded on offense. Defense is, they're, they're there. They're there. Niners, <laughs> like we insight. mentioned. Niners are the uh, opposite of the Dolphins, I would argue. Really good defense. Their offense is there. They score enough points. Um, but you do have, you know, CMC now. You have Debo. You have Brandon Ayuk, who decided now he was going to start playing football. Um, then at seven, we have the Bengals, who are starting to turn the corner. Uh, Vikings at eight, as Tim calls them, the best show on turf. They really or must see TV. Must see TV. What Ravens at nine. Vikings game and was disappointed. <laughs> Ravens at nine, and then the Titans at ten. So. There are your our rankings. So are you ready for game picks, Timothy? Let's do it. How did I do last week? That's a great question. I haven't looked yet. Oh, can you uh, once? Oh, just once. <laughs> I would like to see you come prepared. I'm over here pulling out Mike White's stats, and you can't even go through my game picks. Just disgusted. Disgusted with you. I mean, you know, so, sometimes we're we're busy people. You know, I'm not getting paid for this. <sighs> The grunch over here, just taking the joy out of everything. That's my you new name. Two the weeks. Grunch. I will say, all right. Well. well, let's let's go through it right now. Then I think we have the time. Let's see. Oh wait, no, I'm, I'm not I'm not smart enough to figure this out. This is live, people. This is a live. Trust rules. me, you remind everyone weekly about it, the fact that it's live. Hey, someone someone's got to do it. All right, so. We had uh, some of the Thursday games. Looks like we had everyone was on the Bills. Everyone was on the Cowboys. And uh, you and I were on the Vikings. Our guest picks, uh, Mike, who picked earlier in the year, he picked the Patriots, who, I mean, at one point it looked like it was going to happen. And then Kirk Cousins uh, settled down. So we got... No losses there for you and I. Hmm. Next, we had the Bengals and the Titans. Everyone was on the Bengals. Then Good we choice. had we had uh, Broncos and Panthers, which we were all in the Broncos, so we're all idiots. I don't know why. I, I rooted for the Panthers in the beginning of the year. I don't know why I abandoned ship. It's yeah, like you, you sound like me when I go against the Seahawks, even though I told you I was going to pick them. Bears and Jets. Um I picked the Bears. Mike picked the Bears. You picked the Jets. I don't know why you would have picked the Bears, but go on. I mean, I thought it was going to be one of those, you know, random get lucky. No, games, I don't but... think you, uh, I don't actually think you knew what you were talking about. Did you know Justin Fields wasn't going to play or, or was that news to you? I'm going to be honest. I definitely <laughs> did not know who, who I'm not been... surprised. a guy who didn't even check the win loss of our power rankings going into this didn't know that Justin Fields wasn't going to play. Well, when these he aren't did power rankings, these are game picks, so you're wrong. Yeah, there. same thing, anyways. Um, then you got the you like to pick the Falcons, I feel like you picked the Falcons over Washington. Washington won, so that's uh, two corrects for me and Mike. Then we had uh, Tampa, we all were on Tampa, they took a nice uh. L there in overtime. Gets, did you see the uh, David Njoku catch that one hander with forty seconds left? You know what? I didn't. I, I I missed it. I the only thing I saw honestly was overtime. I saw Tom Brady had the ball to win the game in overtime, and 
somehow Jacoby Brissett ended up winning the game. So, you know, a purple unicorn I've never seen. A car flying on the moon, never seen that either. Uh, Dakota making an undefeated week on on picks, never seen that. Or any logical rationale from Dakota, never seen that either. Tom Brady losing after he has a chance to win a game on an overtime drive, never seen that either. Or a loss after that. Sure, sure. Um, Let's see, I think I got, hold on. I think I got them all synced up here. So we don't need to keep going through every game here. <clears throat> we had myself. I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve wins. Correct. Twelve and four. You were you had twelve and four this week. Wow. I, I did, yeah. Because I had the Jags right, had the Raiders. Chargers, so Niners, you, Chiefs, what, what, Eagles. What are you so grumpy about? I've seen you happier after you go like four and twelve. <laughs> so I went twelve and four. Uh, our guest Mike went. Let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and six. And Oof, you went tough, bad showing for the four, guest. And you went eleven to five. So we had a twelve and four, eleven five, ten and six. Fair enough. I mean, I let you gain a game. You deserved it. You needed it actually more. I do. I mean, we're all pretty, we're all pretty close. You, you got a little bit on me, but uh, we're, we're trying. So now that Tim demanded I do extra work for him, we will uh, get right into week 13 here. So let's do it. You have the Bills and the Patriots. Who are you liking? Oh, I mean, right? the Bills I'm, are I'm taking it. <laughs> no, I'm taking the Bills. I, I don't want to overthink this. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take the Bills. They they need to start getting some rolls going here. Just just stay confident and get the wins down. So I'll take the Bills. Next game: Packers and the Bears. Jesus Christ. Well, looks like Jordan Love is gonna play. I would assume. And so if Fields is still kind of hurt, um, might not play. Jordan Love on a full week of practice. I'll take the Packers. You know what? I picked the Bears to beat the Packers the first time around, and I looked like a genius when I did it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. I'm doing it again. Fuck the Packers. They they've <laughs> like for some I don't know why, but the, for some reason they became a team I, I hate. Give me the Bears. Rogers, yeah. But next game, Steelers at the Falcons. Oof. This is ugh. a couple oof games. This, this is an how did the fuck did before before we get sidetracked, how the fuck did Steelers and Colts end up on Monday night football? Like uh, I just want to know. I think they thought who, both teams would be decent. Who like whoever has the job at ESPN to pick the games for Monday Night Football, fire him immediately. I'll do it for half his salary, and I promise yeah, family, you, it'll be a hell of a lot better. I I could care less. Steelers versus Colts. What, what are we thinking? What are we thinking? Going off that, I'm taking the Falcons. As you said, I like to pick the Falcons. I don't know why, but I'll take the Falcons again. Yeah, on turf in in Atlanta, I'll take Atlanta. Um, Jets and the Vikings. I'm sorry. I didn't, I don't want to get I don't want to ignore your analysis. What about the turf makes this a more of an Atlanta Falcons game? I mean they're they're a pretty speedy team, I feel like. They got Kyle Pitts, it's quick, uh, you know, Mark Kyle Pitts is fast. on his knee and he's out for the rest of the year. Well, <laughs> Patterson is pretty fast. And probably honestly Kyle Pitts probably blew out his knee because he plays on turf. Probably. I hate I hated playing on turf. The fucking <laughs> Stupid. So the reason, so because you hate playing on turf, you're all for the Falcons. That's, I mean, listen, sound logic. It's, it's actually more, more rational than some of the other ridiculous things you've said. I just don't, I just don't trust the Steelers' quarterbacks at all. So, 
Fair enough. Anyways, Jets and the Vikings is the next game. Hmm. Ooh, this hmm. one's interesting. I'm. Ooh, you know, nah. I'll take the Vikings. I think their defense will get after Mike White if he's playing. I don't. I don't see. Yeah. Kirk uh, Cousins. Is I would the love definition of... to pick the Jets because it'd be great for the Eagles, but. It's true. Kirk Cousins is the definition of mediocrity, but Mike White, I think, is a little bit below that. So I'll, yeah. I'll take the Vikings. Next game is the Jags and the Lions. You know what? This is actually this might be a good game. I don't know. Who are you thinking? You know what? I'm gonna ride the good times. I, I got them on my stud list. You pick first on these, and I'm going to take whatever team you don't pick because I think it's a coin flip. I agree with you. I'm going to take the good times. I, I had them on my studs list. My studs list means a lot to me. I'll take the Jags. All right, I'll take the Lions then. Lions at home, man. Four in a row. Oh no, well they lost the Bills. Four and three and four <laughs> in their last uh, last four. That's pretty good though. Next we have the Titans and Titans at the Eagles. Go Birds. Um, my tail get this game. I haven't figured it out yet, but um, yeah, Go Birds. Picking Eagles. I was that should say, be a good test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good test. Let's see how well they can tackle Derrick Henry. I would love this. Will this. Be good, yeah. And if AJ Brown comes out and has like a 200 yard receiving game, that'd be great. But oh, you know, this is going to be a revenge game for him. He's, I feel like he's either going to be really like a focal point or he's going to be very quiet. We'll see what happens. You know what? Sirianni strikes me as a guy. Who is it? Um, oh, he oh, Brady. absolutely. Brady. We'll we'll say AJ get AJ the 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 ball. Yeah, Brady 100%. Brady's the guy who just keeps throwing it to guys who need that contract bonus or oh, that you know that that roster boost or whatever it is. Yeah. Sirianni takes me as the guy who circles matchups for, and makes sure. Yeah, he does. He does. Next game we have the Browns coming back with Deshaun against the Texans. Who do you like? Man, I would love, and I feel like. Dozens I'm of other women in the Houston area. Yeah, there's there's dozens of other women in the Houston area who would also would love to see Deshaun Watson lose. But the Texans are terrible. So I also think that Deshaun Watson has been biting his tongue for this. It's a big game, his former team. I think he wins this game. So I'm going to go to the Browns. How about that scheduling? That I didn't even realize that he was playing the Texans. Interesting. Um, Yeah. I, I I would love to take the the Texans in the upset, but I I think like you said, Deshaun's been waiting long enough. I think Browns. I can think it might be close, but I think the Browns will win. Next, we have the Commanders and the Giants. This is a very important game. Um, Listen, honestly, go go ahead. Tell me something. I would say it's in New York, technically New Jersey, but the, I, the Giants really don't have home field advantage. I feel like I think the Washington's on a roll. I'll take the commanders. You know, I, I was going to, I'm taking the commanders and I was really hoping you would take the giants. Well, just, just the giants the are, <laughs> no, the giants are frauds. They are frauds. <laughs> Somehow the commanders are seven to five. I, I, that's I what I said. I said that, you know, they're, they're deep, And even without chase young, like their defense is playing well enough for them to win. And then their offense, I mean, they have some good players on offense. So yeah, no, the giants I forgot are Curtis Samuel was even on the team, but yeah, I'm taking the, the Commanders too. Next game, Broncos and the Ravens. <laughs> Do we even I'm need to say anything? Pick, <laughs> I'm never picking the Broncos ever again. Ravens. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll take the Ravens. Dolphins and the 49ers. Ooh. Spicy. Mm, this 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 is a good game. Mike McDaniel's return to his uh the student plays the teacher. Yeah, you know what? I think that the 49ers should lose for the Eagles' sake. So I will take the Dolphins. Fair enough. I think the 49ers are a better team and they're hitting they they're are. hitting their groove. I'm taking the Niners. My my reasoning is not very sound, but but we're gonna go with it. it. Rarely is. Rarely is. Seahawks and the Rams. God knows which guy off the street the Rams is gonna bring in to play quarterback. Um, but I will take Seattle. I mean, I already roasted Raheem Morris to put him on the dub list over the fact that his defense can't stop anyone. Geno Smith is just gonna be another quarterback that lights him up. So I'm going with the Seahawks. Next game, Chargers at the Raiders. The Raiders. I'm taking Vegas, baby. I'm taking the Chargers. The, the was it, what was it two weeks ago that they were shitting on the Raiders that they're the biggest disappointment in the, like the NFL? Oh yeah, it's in Vegas. Chargers. Oh okay, cool. Give me the Chargers. Um, Chiefs and the Bengals, little rematch. Oh. You know what? The Bengals seem like they're getting their groove back. They're figuring things out. The Chiefs have kind of just been the Chiefs. They've gotten Ooh. through some games. I take the Bengals. I think okay. that I think the Bengals. Listen, it's a revenge game. It, yeah. Or not? No, I'm sorry. It's not a revenge oh. game. Well, it's a revenge game for the Chiefs. Yeah. But I, I think the Bengals look at this game as as more dire for them. I'll take the Bengals. I I was going to take the Bengals, but I do think. The Chiefs are really just rolling right now. Like they're not, they're like the Eagles are not really having any problems. Travis Kelsey's a demon. I'll take the Chiefs. Um, yeah. Colts at the Cowboys. Sunday night football. Why are the Colts on primetime two weeks in a row? I don't get it. I, NBC I just, guy got to get fired too now, right? I mean, at least like the Colts and Cowboys are a little more respectable. The Colts for Steelers, like who went into the season thinking that's a good game? Yeah. Um, um, going off that, yeah, I, I it kills me to say this, but I I have to think the Cowboys are going to win that game. In Dallas, yeah, I'll have to take the Cowboys. Go Colts! And then Monday night we have the Saints at the Bucks. No way Tom Brady's going to lose back to back games again this year, so I will take the Bucks. The Eagles are going to get a top five pick in the draft, so that's going to require the Saints losing, which they will. So <laughs> go Bucks. You know, can you imagine the anarchy if the Eagles somehow you know go on win the Super Bowl, and then they also have a fifth round pick, the fifth overall pick? Be nuts. Pretty beautiful. It'll be pretty nuts. beautiful. All right. Well, that is our game picks, power rankings, too much whiz, studs and duds, game recap, Thanksgiving tales. Anything else I missed? No, no, I think that covers all of it. Foreshadowing, Tim's big word of the day. What's the yeah, definition? Was, um, you know, easing into things, or no, no, leading <laughs> hints. Foreshadowing? Hints, hint, hinting hints. to something, something along those <laughs> okay. lines. All right. I think we should end it on that. Until <laughs> next time. All right. Until next time. Go birds. Go birds. Peace. Peace out.